The name of Jesus is all powerful. As we were singing, the song just reminded us all together the resurrected king is resurrecting me. I don't know what are the death situations in your life, but as we were singing those lines, we can say, God, as a resurrected king, you are resurrecting me. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your power is greater. I thank you, Lord, because you are all powerful. I thank you, Lord, because there is no one equal to your name. I thank you, Lord, because you're all powerful. It's a powerful song which goes like this. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. And the chorus sings like this. Because he lives, I can face my tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living. Just because I know my Savior lives for me. There is no other assurance that we need today. Other than knowing that our Savior lives for us lives for us he lives for us father we thank you we thank you for your sweet presence in our midst we thank you for you are in charge of our service we thank you for you are resurrecting dead situations in our midst and we thank you for all that you're doing we give complete authority and freedom for your spirit to move in our life in our church a lot thank you thank you and thank you in jesus matchless name i pray and everybody shout together amen. amen come on people we can do it better amen, amen. the resurrected kings deserves it better amen, amen. hallelujah amen. let's read a scripture portion see so all taking our own positions and places let's read a scripture portion john chapter 20 verse 19 to 21 John chapter 20 verses 19 to 21 on the evening of that day the first day of the week the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews Jesus came and stood among them and said to them peace be with you when he had said this he showed them his hands and his side then the disciples were glad when they saw their Lord, Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. As the Father has sent me, even though the same way, the same way it's the Father's ordinance on Jesus' life, the Father has sent me, but today I am sending you. But beginning, beginning of the scripture, Jesus comes down to his disciples and he opens up the greeting by saying, peace be with you. Peace be with you. In the Latin words, you know, Jesus was saying, in, in Greek, Jesus was saying, shalom. Peace 
be with you. Peace, I live, I leave with you. And today, looking into our fearful situations, my Lord has come in between, and this is his words that he is uttering. He is saying, peace to your situations. Peace to your deadly situations. Peace be with you. What a beautiful scripture this morning. Worldwide, people are celebrating Easter. I don't know how relevant the word Easter is, but I want to use the word resurrection. Because it's more aligned with the life of Jesus Christ, right? It's the life of Jesus Christ. He came, he gave his life, he rose again. And our faith would have been foolishness if Christ did not rise from the grave. Come on, somebody. Our faith and our time spent here would have been foolishness or it would have been an utter vain if Jesus did not rise from the grave. And today we have a meaning to our worship. We have a meaning to our service because we know the grave could not hold him. We know Herod could not kill him. We know for sure that Pilate could not find a fault on this guy. He rose up on the third day and he is alive for you and me. He is alive for our situations. He is alive. Come on somebody. My Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. When every grave in the entire world is shut right now, it's only the grave of Jesus Christ that is open for everybody. It says, come to me. Believe in my resurrection. Even if you are going to deadly, deadly situations of your life, my Lord says, come to me. I give you life. I give you life. Rimanama satya radana kabara. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today I want to title my message as, Because He Lives. Because He Lives. Come on, somebody. I can face my future because He lives. I can step into uncertainties because He lives. Come on, hallelujah. I can face the impossible because he lives. Come on, say it loud. He lives for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're facing. I have no idea. You know, yesterday night, you know, now Anisha does night shift. So there's no point in me sleeping at night, right? Amen. Josiah is all making, you know, he, his, his, he keeps crying. So yesterday night, I was spending some good time in prayer, you know, around 1, 1 30-ish, as I was, you know, yesterday night I was, as, as I was praying, you know, early in the morning, this is the word that started ringing in my ears, because I live, no matter what you go through, because I live, no matter where you have been, because I live, I can change everything around for you, and, and I grabbed on that message, I grabbed on that, I grabbed on that, and I said, God, thank you for assuring me once again, because I know it's only because of your life I am alive today. I know there are many people in our midst who can give this testimony if I allow a testimony time that it is only because of the grace of Jesus Christ. Oh, no, 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 no. It is only because my Lord has come out of the grave that you and me are alive and worshiping Jesus today in our church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
My Lord is saying that whatever situation it is, I am about to resurrect some situations. I don't know. Brother, my Lord is saying he is about to resurrect some situations in your life. Something that was dead, he is bringing, bringing that back to life. He is bringing that back to life. I have no idea, no clue. But my Lord is assuring me, in the name of Jesus Christ, we as a church family unite together and pray for my dear brother and their family. I pray, Lord, that whatever, whatever, whatever was dead in the previous days, in Jesus' name, let it come back to life. Oh, Riba Namasya Taradage. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, the power of God is moving in our midst. The power of God is moving in our midst. Just, 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 just be in that alignment. Be in that alignment with the Spirit of God. He will minister to all of us. Praise the Lord. Because He lives. Because He lives. As we look into the scripture that we read today, we understand that three truths that I want to share it with you. But before I get into that, you know, to bring everybody's attention, once an atheist, he started an argument. He, started, he stood in the midst of, a, you know, all educated Christians and religious leaders, and he stood up and he made this argument. He said, you know what, you religious leaders, you have so many holidays. Christians, you guys have Christmas, you guys have Easter, Good Friday, you name it. Every day you are celebrating. There's so much celebration. And, and the same thing he, he, he argued about the Jews. You have Passover, you have Tent of the Tabernacle, you have uh, you know, the Purim and many other celebrations that you carry out throughout the year. But we at this, it's so unfair that the government doesn't give us a single holiday. One Christian pastor stood up in the group and he said, um, I'm so sorry, brother, that our government and our people are hurting your views and your mentality. But try to understand, hey, 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 there is one holiday for you. There is one holiday for you. This guy was so excited. He wanted to know which is that red letter day for us. And the pastor stood up again and he said, uh, April 1st. <laughs> April 1st. You know why? And he also quoted a script scripture. He said this, Psalm 14 verse 1 and 53 verses 1, it says that only a fool has said in his heart, there is no, come on. <laughs> so if you have atheists and people who, who, who try to argue with them and argue with you about the same situation, you can just say, hey, you have April 1. We don't, we don't come in competition with that at all. Today we celebrate this day. We celebrate this day because we know our God lives for us. We know He exists and we know He lives for us. He lives for us. The three things that I want to share from the scripture that we read today is first, the Bible says that Jesus, when He came and stood in the midst of them, because He lives, I have peace. The first thing I want to share is he, Jesus says, I give you my peace. 
peace be unto you. What is happening in this situation? All the people, all the disciples of Jesus, after their guru, their leader has been taken away. They're so scared. They cannot go anywhere. They don't want to be in public places because the moment people see them, they would be captured and killed. It's the same people, same Peter, it's the same disciples who said that Jesus, we will walk with you. We will, we will do everything that the enemies will do against you. We will also undergo persecution. But when the time of persecution came, everybody just left. Everybody just left. And when Jesus was dead, you know, everybody lost their hope. They were so scared. They always needed Jesus. They always needed Jesus. But this is the promise. My Jesus did not desert them. He did not leave them and go anywhere else. He said, I am with you. And I will be with you until the end of the days. But he opened up the greeting by saying, peace be with you. Come on, what does that mean? What does that mean? The Jews there, the disciples there, they were scared. They were scared of the moment that anybody could come and attack them. Anybody could come and kill them. Anybody could come and destroy their life. But at the same time, Jesus opens up the scripture by saying, peace be with you. Are you scared in your situations? Are you scared to step out in faith? Are you scared in your business? Are you scared in your spiritual life? Are you scared in your schools and colleges? Are you scared of people who will put you down? Are you scared? My Jesus' words rings loudly to my ears. I say, peace be with you. Peace of God Almighty. Peace of God Almighty. Peace of God Almighty. Isaiah prophesies and says this, Jesus Christ as the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. This Prince of Peace, people put him to death. People killed him. He was crucified. He gave up his own life for the people. Hey, but here comes, uh, here comes my Prince of Peace once again to give peace and hope to a group of people that has lost their lives completely. Praise the Lord. Peace be with you. And today, as I remind our church, I want to say, my God wants to grant peace in your family situation. In your family situations. There are family members that I'm seeing in my spiritual eyes right now. That are crying for a peace in your financial situations. My Lord said, and this is the word on Resurrection Sunday. For you, my brother. For you, my sister. For you, my dear family members. And my Lord says that I am giving you my peace. I am giving you my peace. I am giving you my peace. Yeshu. Samadhanam Parnal, as in a male, as in the Thare, or Vectiki Paranariatilla. Yeshu Parna Madi. In a Yeshu Kartavan and Amlod Parene, end the Samadhanam, Nyano, Ningalke, Tarano. My peace I given to you. My peace. What is Jesus' peace? Try to understand. Oh, he is going through the tribulation, he is going through persecution, he is taking all the sins of the world on himself, but yet his peace is restored and nobody can harm him. The reason is because he and his heart and his hope and his faith is completely on his God Father. Nobody can question his peace. 
Nobody can question his peace. Nobody can take control over his peace because he knows who his father is. Come on, somebody. Do you know who your father is? Do you know who your father is? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yesterday, we were at the hospital to visit our dear Amachi, and I was walking with Josiah. The moment I was walking with Josiah, there a hef- the very heavy man came, and Josiah got scared. And when he, you know, when Josiah was scared, he ran back to me, and he started hiding behind me. He knew who his dad was. I'm not going to fight that big man, but he knew. At least Josiah put me to the spot there, and he's like, I know who my dad is. Come on, somebody. Do you know who your dad is? Do you know who your Jesus Jesus is. Do you know who your father is? He says, I am giving you my peace. So the first thing is, he is greeting and he is reclaiming the word peace into the disciples' life. He is saying, I give you my peace. Turn to your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, I have Jesus' peace. Yes, look, look to them properly, you know. Can, can you also say one more thing? Can you also say one more thing? I'm glad you're sitting next to me. Just look to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're sitting next to me. Come on, let's exercise some faith here, right? That's what the scripture asks us to do. When brethren talks within each other, Father God Almighty, he unites their words and he gives them power and he delivers them. As we go towards the next portion of the scripture, we, we look into that God wants, to, us, God wants us to, uh, uh, you know, focus on this one thing, that don't let people pull you into their storm, but pull them into your peace. Amen. Are you trying to picture this here? Don't let people pull into their storms. When you go out into your workplaces, in your schools and colleges and wherever it is, there is so many people going through so many struggles and oppressions of life. I don't want you to get involved in this storm and make that a tsunami right there. Praise the Lord. But what you have to do is, if you identify individuals wherever it is, pull them towards your peace. Pull them towards your peace peace. Come on. Praise the Lord. Don't get into their storms and make it worse, but pull them into your peace. Into your peace. Whose peace is with you? Jesus' peace. And what is God is asking us to do? You know, when we look into the next portion, the next point that I want to share was is, you know, because he lives, I have purpose in my life. Praise the Lord. How do I say that? John chapter 20 verse 21, he says that Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you as the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. The Father has sent me with a mandate. I completed the mandate. I completed everything that the Lord had asked me to do. But now that I have completed and I have gained victory, right now I am sending you. And when I said you in the previous words that pull people into your peace, God is asking you to be ambassadors for his kingdom. Praise the Lord. The resurrected king will not have any meaning if you and me will not take the message of resurrection.
resurrection to people around you. And today it is very important for us to take this gospel into our places of need and pull people into your peace because Jesus says and he is reminding us today in our church that I am sending you with a mandate. I am sending you. But try to understand, he is not just sending them without any power. He is sending them with the resurrected power of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Bible says, and the next point that I share was, because he lived, I have purpose in my life. I have purpose in my life. Who are these disciples? They did have a purpose in their life, and Jesus was with them. Jesus commanded them, they went. Jesus asked them to go to Jerusalem, they went. Jesus asked them to go to Samaria, they went. Jesus asked them to heal the sick, they went. But the moment Jesus is taken up, their purpose of life is totally gone. Gone in 60 seconds. The moment Jesus said, it is finished, the disciples also, They lost their purpose. But what Jesus does in those scriptures there is, number one, he reinstated Peter. Peter disowned Jesus, walked away into his own purpose, tried to do things by himself. Jesus goes back to him and he reinstated Peter. And along with Peter, I believe, he was reinstating every disciple back to the purpose why God has chosen them. My dear friends, families here, in today's life or situations, you may have walked away from the purpose of God Almighty in your life. Today is the day that I as a pastor want to remind you, my Lord, my Savior wants to reinstate you with the purpose He has for you in His kingdom. The Lord says, and His word is very clear and correct, that God is calling you out to go and impact your people. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The meaning of the cross and the power of resurrection would be a waste if you and me are not sent. Today, this is the word that I want to proclaim to our church that every individual take up, receive the authority and start getting out because God says, I am giving you my peace and now I want you to go out. Go out. What happened because of this Peter's reinstatement? The first message Peter preached, 3,000 people. Oh, wow. He never had this many fish in his life, I guess. But the moment he started to preach the living name of Jesus, I proclaim in the name of Jesus in these coming days, wherever you go, whosoever's house, you keep your feet. My Lord's power will travel through you and he will bless that household. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise We're all busy in our own worlds, but try to find some time for Jesus. Our purpose, our purpose 
And it should be the mandate ringing in our ears that God is asking us to do. Go, because I am sending you. Who is sending you? Jesus is sending you. Jesus is sending you. You are his testimony. You are his ambassador. You are his kingdom citizen first. Praise the Lord. My dear friends, the coming of our Lord is very near. The events that is happening in around our world, in in around our world, so many things that is going around in our world. We are moving into the end days. We are moving. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to be scared. God said this. But what does he say? I give you my peace. In through your tribulation, in through your sickness, in through your pain, in through whatever you're going through. But God says, I give you my peace. I give you my peace. Even if Korea comes against or India starts a war, but whosoever starts a war, my Lord, my Savior, He is on the throne, and whosoever believes in the name of Jesus shall be saved. Adi yudhan torniyalum Yeshu Christu avende achere lirpond. Bara padanda. Atun kuto me bara bhaya padanda. Is that what we need today? His peace? Today I want to bless my church and say that. May the peace of God be on your life. May He lead you victorious. May His blessings be on your life in whatever you do. And the resurrected power of God will give you life in your deadly situations. He doesn't care if it has been four days or four years or 40 years. He doesn't care if the body is decayed or if it is only bones. He doesn't care if one bone is here and the other bone is in India. He doesn't care where the dislocated bones are. But all that he knows and he wants to do is if there's a group of people who would come together and say, God, I need you. He will proclaim his life. He will set forth his word and he will reinstate and bring everything together for him. His glory for his glory and that's the power of resurrection that you and me need to experience in our life praise the Lord don't forget your purpose my friend don't forget your purpose every individual here do not do not forget the purpose of God in your life do not forget the purpose of God in your life the first purpose and the most important purpose of his life being given to you is so that we will carry his gospel. We will carry his gospel. We will carry his gospel. Doesn't mean I'm asking you to carry your Bible. All the, I mean, if you can, please do it. But I'm asking you to live the gospel. Live the gospel. Your life has a purpose. Your story is important. Your dreams count, my friends. Your voice matters. You were born to make an impact in my generation. I'm going to proclaim the words of authority and life into your situation. And as I'm going to read this, I want you to read this over your own life. Is that okay? Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's read it together 
on, from the scripture. So I want you to bless me as I'm going to bless you. Can we all raise our hands and bless each other right now? Your life has a purpose. Your story is important. Your dreams count. Your voice matters. You were born to make an impact. Let's do it again by faith. Your life has a purpose. Your story is important. Your dreams count. Your voice matters. You were born to make an impact in my generation. You were born to make an impact in my generation. Hallelujah! Every individual here, every person seated here, you are called to make an impact. Don't be a mediocre where you are seated, but you are called to make an impact. Zion Church, this is the word of hope that the Lord wants to give us. That Zion has a purpose. Zion's story is important. Zion's dreams count. Zion's voice matters. And Zion, you were born to make an impact in our generation. You were called to make an impact. Are we realigning to the purpose? Are we realigning to the purpose? The resurrected Lord and His purpose. If not, if not, the message of the cross will be in vain. If not, the resurrected power will have no meaning. Our story matters to Him. And He is giving us His peace. Every individual here, just look into those disciples. They were scared because their guru, their leader is gone. He is no more. But when they were in their fearful situations, my Jesus steps in. And he says, I give you my peace be unto you. I give you my peace. Peace be unto you. Shalom is that word that is echoing through generation and generation. And today in our church, shalom is that word that Jesus wants to impact in your situation. Shalom on your diseases. Shalom on your sickness. Shalom on your business. I don't know, somebody is struggling to, to, to have an impact on their business life. I am proclaiming a deliverance in your business right now. May the Lord bless you with that. May the Lord bless you and increase your business fold. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Can, can we all be in an attitude of prayer for a moment? Failures failures, failures, failures. My peace I give to you. Oh, Oh, Jesus, your life counts, my friend. 
Your life is important. God is valuing your story. Father, I pray a prayer of blessing over the second point that I share. The next and the last thing that I want to share today is the final thing that I want to share is because he lives, I have a promise. Because he lives, I have a promise. Come on. Because he lives, I have a promise. People can die and go, but covenants made, you know, in, 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 in our day today, in today's life, you know, once covenant is made on a bond paper, uh, no matter people are gone, but the covenant lives, right? But Jesus himself, he is alive for us. We don't need a covenant written on a paper. Our Savior lives for us and that's why he is securing our promise. What is the biggest promise of our life? What is the biggest promise? That you will drive on a brand new Lexus out of the showroom? Hey, that's part of the blessing. I want my church to be blessed with that. Last Sunday, somebody's Audi was parked outside and we, I mean... It's a brand new car. It was looking good. And we were all, you know, discussing. May the Lord bless you, right? That's part of the blessing. May the Lord bless you. But what is the biggest promise? What is the biggest promise? Come on. What if we gain the whole world and we lose our soul? Come on. (laughs) What we have the brand new, brand new, all the luxuries of the world parked outside our gate. But you lose your own soul. You have gone nowhere, my folks. You have no... No place to hide. My God says the biggest promise is the life that he wants to give us. John chapter 20 verse 31. But these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And that by believing you may have. You may have life in his name. Praise the Lord. You may have life. You may have life. And today, I want to proclaim that promise over your life. When we have the life of God, everything else will be added. When you seek the God's presence, when you seek seek first the kingdom of God and everything will be added to you. Whatever you need in your life, God will add it to your life. But at the same time, we have to remember and understand the biggest promise is the life everlasting. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whosoever believes in him shall have eternal life. I have come to give you life and today i'm proclaiming these scriptures over your situation in the nani vajanangal mugandramulla anigraham ende ende church ende kudumbangalde methiyana and i'm releasing that i'm releasing that may you have life in your situations may the life of god bless you may the life of god lead you but do not forget do not forget in the time of gaining everything do not lose this blessed assurance the blessed promise that we have. Rima namasiya tarate yarakaba. Rikaba na sataradega. By believing you may have life in his name. Whose name it is? Jesus. No other name. Only the name of Jesus. And believing him, I have life. My friend. Are you dying from the inside for situations? My dear sisters, are you crying and grieving from the inside, letting nobody else know your situation? 
Are you dying? In other words, are you dying from the inside? Today I proclaim life in your inside. And I'm asking the Lord to take charge and minister in your families. And asking the Lord to conquer your situations and bless you and give you new life. My Lord says, in believing in me, I give you life. You will have life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And today, that's the blessed hope we need. As we look closer, also I have to, you know, the next, can you flip the next slide? The Lord may delay in His promises, but He will never deny them. The Lord may delay. Amen. Delay is just God is just preparing you. It may look like a delay for you, but he is preparing your situations for you to get that. Praise the Lord. Before God gets international folks into our church, God will first prepare us. What if, what if an international community runs into our church? They'll be shocked. Oh my God, we don't understand Malayalam. We don't understand this. They'll be shocked. But if they have to come here, God will first prepare us. So delayment is never his denial. But as we wait on the timing of God Almighty, everything, everything, every broken pieces will come to a complete picture. Praise the Lord. Are you having delays in your promises? The promises that God made in your life? It's been 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Are you praying from the inside, not letting anybody know, God, why is this delay in my life? My friend, I want to assure you today that he is not denying it. He's just preparing you for the better. The coming of the Lord, we have been waiting. The early disciples, the Jews and everybody, the early Christians, they have been waiting for the coming of the Lord. But does that mean he's not coming? It's not the denial. Our promise is on His coming. It's not the denial. He is coming. But what is He trying to do? He is preparing us. He is preparing us. My friends and family members, God is preparing you. And when God is preparing you, sometimes what happens is, you know, when God is preparing, there could be some side pains. You know, there could be things that will hurt us. There could be things that God will take out of us, our life, that could give us a lot of pain and struggle. You may think, oh, Lord is hating me and nobody's with me. But hey, God is preparing you. He's preparing you. What is not good in heaven, He will take out right now here. Are you trying to picture this? സ്വർഗത്തിലേതൊക്കെ <laughs> He is preparing us. On that word, we can say that His promise will never fail. 
because he lives, I can live tomorrow. Can we all stand in God's presence? Can we all be in that attitude of welcoming God's blessing into our life? Can we all be in that attitude of saying, God, we thank you so much for the cross. We thank you so much for life. We thank you so much for the resurrected power. Hey, my friends, this is what Peter prayed, okay? He is, this is the praying of Peter. This is what Peter stood up in the group, and this is what he prophesied. He said in Acts chapter 2, verse 23 and 24, this man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But verse 24, but God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. My God gave life to him. Who is saying this word? Peter is saying this word. Where was this Peter? He was scared that the Jews might kill him. He was scared that people might kill him and destroy him. But today, with the power of resurrection, when he stands and stands to preach, he says the grave could not hold him. The power could not destroy him. Herod could not kill him. Pilate could not find a fault against him. My Jesus, he broke the door. He is alive. He is alive. He is alive. At the tomb of Jesus, if you have seen the Jesus movies, you would understand not just a stone was rolled at the entrance, but it also had guards protecting it. I don't know who's, who, you know, I don't know in whose all grave we see guards protecting all those graves, but only Jesus' grave, I believe, was protected by the guards because even after the death of Jesus, people and heralds and groups of Jewish nation were fearful of his uprising. Come on, somebody. Today, the devil has bound you and is destroying you, put you in the tomb. And not just that, they have put a seal outside saying that nobody will open, nobody will destroy this tomb, nobody will open these doors. But today, my word of assurance is for my church by saying, my Lord has broken the seal. My Lord has broke open the door. My Lord, when he arose. The stone was rolled away. And today, and today, on this resurrection day, this is my blessing. Because he lives, I can face my tomorrow. Because he lives, I have a future. Because he lives, my answers are met in him. Because he lives. Ella kannigal Shakti is dwelling in us. It is dwelling in us. It is dwelling in us. Oh yes. Blessed be your name. Father, I thank you for our people and for their lives. I thank you that you have given us a privilege to come to thy throne on this Sunday. As we all gather together, I pray, Lord, 
that your blessings will dwell on us, with us, and lead us victorious. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for leading us. Father, in all those prophetic words that I've released today, I pray that heaven will guard it. And I pray, Lord, that the devil will not eye on it. And I pray, Lord, that the Lord Almighty, you will protect it. Protect their lives for your kingdom's blessing. Thank you for doing it. In Jesus' master's name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. There's one more important thing that we uh, want to do that is part of our service. It's the, something that we can give to the Lord. The Lord has blessed us all. When we extend our hands and bless Him, bless His work, bless His ministry, I'm sure the Lord will bless you back in many folds. And today and right now as our team is ready to lead us into an offering song, uh, we'll be passing out the bags and uh, feel free to extend your hands towards that. And I'm proclaiming God will bless you in the reward that you are giving to the church. May the Lord continue to be with you and bless you all.